0: Hey, y'all, this is Dr. T, co-host of Psych and Reality TV podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to our episodes and sharing them with your friends and family members. Be sure to tune in to the next episode of Psych and Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. Welcome to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. I'm Dr. T, a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California.
1: And I'm Dr. P, a professor of psychology in Ventura, California. Welcome and thank you for joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to bridge our love of all things psychology with our love of all things reality television.
0: Welcome back to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. This is Dr. T. This is Dr. P. And I'm excited for another episode of Psych in Reality. So um, last week, you know, was really interesting, and we um, have seen over the last couple of weeks sort of some escalations in a lot of relationships. And so I'm really looking forward to hear your your thoughts today.
1: Well. I feel like we have to do something a little different today. We really need to focus on the dumpster fire that is Mike and Natalie's relationship. Okay. So I think I would like us to spend some time focusing on their scenes so we can just break down what on earth was going on during that time. You up for this?
0: Okay, oh, sounds good. You know, as I was watching, I was like, we we have to at least touch on it. Um, this week, because I'm confused at this point.
1: (laughs) You and me both.
0: I don't know what's going on. So, um, where should we even start?
1: (laughs) Well, let us start with the first of four scenes. So in the first scene, we see Natalie crying and she's with, uh, in the truck with Mike's uh, friend, Tamara, driving her to the hotel. They get to the hotel. Turns out that they're not able to use Mike's credit card and they have to go back three hours back to his house because she does not have a place to stay. Yeah. This is point one. I would never, ever, if someone broke up with me the day before we were supposed to get married, you would never see me in their house again. I just i i i could not understand why she was going back. Like I would sleep on the floor somewhere right. before I would go back.
0: And when when it happened, sort of, I think I was initially expecting that. Oh, they're just going to like you know sleep in the car or something for the night because she was flying out. You know, yeah, the next day, and so I was like, why would you like? It's a three hour drive, so now you have to drive back three hours mm-hmm. and then back again three more hours, you know, to fly out the next day. So I was, my head was spinning into like, what's, what's going on in the situation. And then sort of mm-hmm. wondering, like, did he intentionally like give her the card and, and book the hotel because he knew that she couldn't, like, obviously like he's been in. Yeah, know, that's miracle. good point. So like he knows that you, the name on the room has to match the the reservation and the credit card. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I was wondering if, if he has some like, ulterior motive to like get her to come back to some degree.
1: Yeah. Well, meanwhile, while that's going on for Natalie, we see Mike in his house, hands in his pocket, walking around like, I can't believe this woman left me. She left the house. Why was he so surprised?
0: I don't know. I have no words for that.
1: <laughs> Why would you be surprised you left this woman the day before you're supposed to get married and you're surprised that she actually left? That made no sense whatsoever.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I've I've said this from the beginning, like he's been on the fence since she arrived at the airport. And so mm. I I never understood like what direction they had planned to go until a couple of weeks ago when um, they sort of had that discussion about trying to make things work and trying to like do a little bit better. And then he gave gave her the ring back. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, not to use sort of the term bipolar with this sort of switching of his behaviors, but like it was really this like switching, like one minute you're saying that you want to try to grow, back you know closer and then on the other hand like you're doing these things that are you know basically not backing him up in terms of like your action so yeah that was something yeah. that he sort saw, of seemed saw surprised
1: yeah yeah which is it just it felt a little delusional right so then we jumped to the next scene Natalie stayed the night They she made sure to say that they slept in separate rooms which I, I would hope they would, mm-hmm. because again, you just ended the wedding. And this woman is crying so authentically. And that kind of like, I feel broken kind of cry, you know, saying, why did this happen to her? Uh, she can't believe this. I mean, this woman is so pained and it's so sad to see somebody like that. And yeah, they're still talking to each other. Like They're trying to have conversations with each other and their conversation was so painful because Mike's sitting there and telling this woman that he basically left at the altar that he didn't want her to leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you make of that? If somebody says, I don't want to be free with you forever, but I don't want you to leave me.
0: Yeah. No, it. I mean... Again, like he he knew with the K1 visa that you had to make that decision at the 90 days. And so, like, when you planned that wedding, you should have been sure, or when you set the date, we'll say, <laughs> when you set the date, like, you should have been sure at that point about you wanted yeah. to marry her, not just sort of continue, continue the relationship, but marry her because you knew what the expectation was um, at the 90 days. So, I sort of uh, sympathize with her. In that moment, because it obviously like she's been on this roller coaster emotionally in terms mm-hmm. of like still in love with him, wanting the ring back, you know, wanted to pick a date, wanted to get a dress, all those other things that come along with with um, them getting married, and then he sort of drops the ball. Well, first he he waits forever to give her the ring back, um, mm-hmm. and then when he does, it seemed really disingenuous, uh, and then he leaves her you know, at the altar to say that he doesn't want to marry her. And so I think you would expect her to be like heartbroken. And again, I'm surprised that she did come back to the house after
1: yeah
0: after their sort of interactions before she left, but also just sort of where she was um, emotionally at that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: why, I mean, why do you think though that she's, and maybe I'm jumping ahead, but why do you think she's even seems like open to having that discussion with him given that she's so broken i guess
1: i mean and i i i don't know i i think she has i don't know because i felt like when we first met natalie when she first showed up in the 90 day universe she was a very proud woman You know, that she's she's not going to let any kind of shenanigans happen. That was kind of Mm. what she portrayed. And now it's either that she is genuinely in love with him, that she's just blinded that if we get married, that everything will be fine once we just get married. Or she really does want to move to the United States and it's about Mm. being here. It just feels like it's one of those two things because I can't. I can't understand putting up with this. And then what she ultimately does is she forgives him. She's just either blindly in love or she just really wants to be here.
0: No, I mean, I think, yeah, that definitely was one of my sort of possibilities is that she really just wants to be in America. And so part of the deal is that she would marry him. I don't think she would, I don't think in her mind, she wants to marry him you know, to like divorce him and stay in America, I think she genuinely does want, you know, um, to marry him. If Mm -hmm. that is the possibility, you know, outside of just like getting to, but coming to the United States, if I'm making sense, like that's part of her deal um, Mm -hmm. is wanting to be here for that. So um, I don't know, but we'll have to see how this sort of progresses, I guess.
1: Well, well, uh, you know, let us continue a little bit further into this madness. This <laughs> may not point.
0: progress. <laughs> yes,
1: this progresses. So they finally figure out maybe we should talk to an attorney. So they are. It is the day before the. It is day eighty-nine. It is about to be ninety days tomorrow, and they're talking to an attorney about what are their options. And basically the attorney says, your option is to get married (laughs) (laughs) in 90 days. If you don't, you can't be here. (laughs) That's her advice. I, you know, I I would love, I wish they did like one of those, uh, the producers did a separate interview with the attorney. So we could have gotten her perspective on what (laughs) she was saying. because they start telling her, all of their business. Natalie starts telling her, "This man won't marry me." Let me. session. He left me, session. <laughs> he left me at the altar, and then, and then Mike is sitting there saying, "It's complicated." <laughs> <laughs> and, and this woman has to listen. And one part that I caught her saying, uh, Natalie says, "What should I do? What should I do?" <laughs> and, and the lawyer says that's not
0: really a legal question. Right. <laughs> She's like, I'm not answering that question. Um, <laughs> no, that that was like both hilarious and also sad um, because basically what he was saying in that moment was that I, whatever the cost is, like marriage is sort of off the table right now, sort of how yes. I interpreted that. Um, and so the even the, I think the lawyer was like, so... No, because you do that quickly. And he's like, (laughs) um, maybe, but (laughs) not necessarily what I want to do. And so I'm wondering, like, in that moment, like, was Natalie, like, hearing his hesitation about him not really wanting to get married? I know that they kept having that discussion about, you know, trying to figure out about, you know, travel-wise, like, even if it's if it, if her visa expires, can she still, you know, travel, um, was part of their discussion and whatnot. Um, but I'm really curious, like if, it if in that moment, she realized that in so many ways, like he's using her, maybe he, he's lonely and it's a small town. And so he wants, like they have that connection and relationship. And so he wants to hold on to that piece of it. Um, knowing that he's not in my mind, I don't think he wants to marry her. And I feel like I, I sort of got that from him earlier in the season.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, it was, it was interesting because I actually felt like she heard what he was saying, but I felt like she was trying to convince him otherwise, mm-hmm. regardless of what he felt, that she was trying to say, see, Mike, I can't stay here. You have to marry me. I can't just be like, you want me to just be here. I can't just be here, you know? So I felt like she was really trying to convince him to marry her. And I feel kind of funny about that, you know? So you shouldn't have to work that hard for someone to agree to, especially at this juncture in time for someone to agree to marry you.
0: I think that's the other piece that confused me a little bit because as you mentioned earlier like she came into this sort of somewhat clear-headed I'll say at least portrayed as being somewhat clear-headed bringing up her values and and all of those things that were important to her and now she wanted to like basically bring him into her world um so to speak but now she's sort of leaving all of those considerations behind, I mean, and maybe they're in her mind that she's hoping that he's going to change. Like you said, Mm -hmm. she may be hoping that they can turn things around. Um, I'm wondering if she's just like giving up on, you know, those like values that are sort of initially important to her outside of, you know, she mentioned, I think the last episode before that about wanting to like have a church wedding because it like meant something, um, you know, to her. But outside of that, I just wonder like is is she giving up too much of herself um yeah for this relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I think she's giving everything and he hasn't given anything. You know, she's she's the one who's saying, "Okay, I need to apologize, I'll be the one to apologize. I need to forgive you, I'll be the one to forgive you. I'll try to forget about these things, but I don't see him Doing any of that for her. Right. You know, yeah. And then into this last descent is after they end up talking to the lawyer, Natalie is frustrated that Mike still hasn't made an actual decision. And then he has the audacity to get irritated at her because she's frustrated with all of this back and forth that he's been doing. And she's just asking him and and I, I feel like this. It was just really sad because I feel like Natalie was just begging him
0: mm-hmm. to
1: make a decision to make a decision to get married. And this fool ha- says that I'm still processing right now. What you processing? Yeah. Right. I feel like when I think about him, I think the issue is that he's. I don't know a better word for this, but I feel like cowardly. Is a Mm -hmm. word I want to use where I think he knows what his decision is. And his decision is he does not, not, he doesn't think he wants to marry her right now, but he does not want to marry this woman. Right. But for whatever reason, he cannot just be direct with her, say that, and then leave it be and understand that he doesn't get his cake and eat it too. He doesn't get to say, I don't want to be with you forever but I want you to still stay around me
0: because no one has to do that. So Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and even though, like, if, if he thought that there was a possibility for them to like get an extension or whatever on her visa, it's not going to be like forever. Like it's still going to make you have to make that decision in in a couple of months about now, do you want to sort of move forward with getting uh, married or not? But I agree with you that, I don't I don't think he he wants to and I think he's known that for a while and so he's sort of been allowing her some space to maybe think that there's a possibility or mm-hmm. he's just been you know manipulating her um because again like he's getting something out of it in terms of like you know intimacy or a physical you know person or whatever um that's living with him so I just don't know where this is going. I feel like she she um may be holding on to some like challenges that she had in her previous marriage and maybe not wanting to like give up too mm-hmm. soon or something like that. And so maybe that's what's keeping her like trying to like hold on to the relationship. That's I'm just not point. sure.
1: Well, let me ask you this. If at this juncture in time, Mike and Natalie came into your office what would be the first thing that you might say to them about their situation?
0: I mean, I think like for me, it would would be for them to make a decision about, are they actually going to put in work to move forward and get married? Or do they want to walk away? Um, Because I think they've in so many ways made that decision. At least he's made a decision to sort of walk away already with, you know, one, not giving the ring back. And then two, you know, canceling the wedding on the wedding day. Um, and so I think that would be those decisions, like the, that in between that he's giving her right now um, mm-hmm. would be unacceptable. And so I, I think I would have to, like, call him on that and see sort of where he went with it in terms mm-hmm. of like, what's his reasoning behind behind that? Um, and that may make him come to the realization that he can then confront, you know what, I like her as a person, but it's not the person that I see myself spending the rest of my life with. And that's yeah. the hard thing that you may have to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish that they had hired you to be on the show, to be the therapist <laughs> that <therapist>. I
0: <laughs> I don't think it was, a I don't, I mean, I think, I don't think it was their therapist that was the issue. I think the therapist was actually pretty good that they had um, Natalie mm-hmm. and Mike. Um, Mike is not in a place he was not in a place from what we saw um, to do the work. So, I mean, that one session was helpful for them to like open up that dialogue, but I don't think it Mm -hmm. allowed them any time, as he said, you know, to process, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is what he probably needed when she arrived for them to do some processing and and go to therapy when she first came.
1: Yeah. Well, even though we had this big non-wedding, of Mike and Natalie for this episode, we also had a bunch of weddings that actually happened. We did you folks got married?
0: It was exciting to see. Um, I mean, I, I think we both sort of felt like Brandon and Julia were gonna make it yeah. down the aisles, and so that did happen. Um, but some other couples that, at least, I wasn't sure about, you know, also you know made it down the aisle and got married. So um, excited yeah. to see how those um couples move forward but one of the couples that I'm really curious about and one excited for um mm-hmm. was Hazel and Tariq they had their wedding um and she was like anxious and worried about if her mom specifically was going to um log into the Zoom to see the ceremony because her mom had mentioned that she didn't really agree with her being bisexual and so um they turned on the Zoom and her Her parents were there and her family was there to support her uh, on that day. So I thought that was a really nice um, moment that they shared. But then my lingering question is um, how is this girlfriend going to fit um, into their marriage? And so I think that's the piece for me that I'm really curious to see sort of what happens down the road with them and that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see that too. I, um, one of the things that I really loved about their wedding in particular were Hazel's vows because they actually included vows to his daughter, Ari, mm-hmm. and her commitment that she was going to make to love her as well as Tariq. So I thought that was that was pretty special being able to incorporate his daughter.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Especially since um, she has autism spectrum disorder. Um, so yeah. I thought it was cute that she was there with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they made it out of a, a, a family ceremony. It was it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Dr. Page.
1: Yes, Dr. Turner.
0: It's that time in the show.
1: Yep, it's time for the Page Turner, where we share what we're most looking forward to in next week's episode.
0: So, um, let's get into the Page Turner quickly. Um, All right. Is there a couple that you're looking forward to? I mean, it seems like... <laughs> Everything is going downhill right now. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, is there someone that we should pay particular attention to right now? Seems like the season is winding down.
1: It it really is winding down. I I think like the next thing to look really look forward to is the tell-all because Mm. I think that's going to be amazing. So we're really slowing down, but I think I'm looking forward to definitely Mike and Natalie because it looks like it's day 90 and they're still contemplating if they're going to get married or not. Right. So I want to see what happens with that. But then I also want to see about Stephanie and her meeting Harris's ex and what inappropriate thing that I know she's going to say. So.
0: Yeah. That's actually what I'm looking forward to as well as to see how this plays out. I mean, Stephanie will be back in the States Mm -hmm. Um, but this conversation that they previewed with um Harris's mothers. Um I
1: know you kids, want to say it. <laughs> um, she did a number. had awesome. the
0: process. Um, but I'm wondering what she's gonna say. I feel like she's gonna drop a bomb and be like, you know, we're still together. Um I hope she
1: does. <laughs> I hope she does, and I hope Stephanie just leaves this family alone.
0: Yeah, oh. so that's what I'm looking forward to. So I think that is probably going to be one of the most exciting moments um, of the next episode. Um, outside of the possibility to see if Joby and Yara will actually um, get married. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> By Elvis, no less. That
0: should be fun, especially since she's <laughs> not familiar what's going on. So <laughs> 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 it'll be an interesting episode. So uh, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and subscribe to the show on your favorite platform. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. Give us your thoughts. Leave us a comment on Facebook or Apple iTunes.
0: Be sure to like us on Facebook at Psych in Reality TV and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite platform. Thanks for sharing the episode and join us next time on Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P.